Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 370, The Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ, Year C. We all know that the Eucharist is a central aspect of the Church and our faith. A priest I worked with many years ago once had a great image that he'd used to describe the Eucharist, and I still love it to this day. He says that weekly Mass, Sunday Mass, is like a pier on a bridge. The length of the bridge represents the journey of our daily or weekly lives. The upward supports, the pylons of the bridge, are what support the whole length of the bridge and keep the whole thing standing. So. Our life is the road, and Eucharist is the struts that support it at regular intervals, and needs to support it, and needs to be on very solid foundations, lest the whole road cave in. Similar to that image of the bridge, it's important that we recognise, and this feast day reminds us of it, that we need regular Eucharist as our weekly, and for some, daily support along the whole length of our life journey lest the whole thing caves in under the weight of the world, and what a heavy weight the world is proving to be. Is there anyone who could truthfully say that they can make it on their own, that they don't need God's grace, they don't need the Eucharist to sustain them, to renew them, to nourish them, when so many things are going on around us, so many different voices, so many different values, so many different nourishments that are trying to come up that prove to be quite empty. So we need this. Jesus recognised that his disciples would need his constant loving, nurturing and nourishing word and sacrament. And so he left this for us as a living monument of his presence. This is Faith, Hope and Love. He fed them with the finest wheat and satisfied them with honey from the rock. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone and may God's love and joy be deeply with you today. We gather together for this very special feast of Corpus Christi, the feast of the most holy body and blood of Christ. Jesus gives us an abiding sacrament of his presence to guide us in our journey. And so, brothers and sisters, in order to worthily celebrate these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy. 
Lord Jesus, you forgive us our sins. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you feed us with your body and blood. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in Let us pray in wonder at this memorial of Christ's Passion. O God, who in this wonderful sacrament have left us a memorial of your Passion, grant us, we pray, to so revere the sacred mysteries of your body and blood that we may always experience in ourselves the fruits of your redemption who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis. In those days, after Abram's return, King Melchizedek of Salem brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High. He blessed Abram and said, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, maker of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abram gave him one-tenth of everything. The Word of the Lord You are a priest forever in the line 
of Melchizedek. The Lord's revelation to my master, sit on my right. I will put your foes beneath your feet. The Lord will send from Zion your scepter of power. Rule in the midst of all your foes. A prince from the day of your birth on the holy mountains. From the womb before the daybreak I begot you. The Lord has sworn an oath he will not change. You are a priest forever. A priest like Melchizedek of old. You are a priest forever. In the line of Melchizedek. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The Word of the Lord. The Sequence of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ Hail the food of angels given To the pilgrim who has striven To the child as bread from heaven Food alone for spirit meant Now the former types fulfilling Isaac bound a victim willing Paschal lamb its lifeblood spilling Manna to the ancient sent. Bread yourself, good shepherds, tend us. Jesus, with your love, befriend us. You refresh us and defend us. To your lasting goodness, send us. That the land of life we see. Lord, who all things both rule and know, who on this earth such food bestow, grant that with your saints we follow to that banquet ever hallow with them heirs and guests to be. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. I am the living bread from heaven, says the Lord. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus spoke to the crowds about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed to be cured. The day was drawing to a close, and the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowd away 
so that they may go into the surrounding villages and countryside to lodge and get provisions, for we are here in a deserted place. But Jesus said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we are to go and buy food for all these people. For there were about five thousand men. And Jesus said to his disciples, Make the people sit down in groups of about fifty each. They did so and made them all sit down. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke them and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. And all ate and were filled. What was left over was gathered up, twelve baskets of broken pieces. The Gospel of the Lord It's so fitting that we're celebrating the Feast of Corpus Christi, or the Solemnity of the Body and Blood of Christ, on a weekend where our young people are making their first communion. Some of the young people made uh, their first communion last Sunday, and this Sunday, Corpus Christi, the last group will be making their first communion, and parishes around the country and the world are doing so at this time, these children making their first Holy Communion, and how wonderful. As we know, with the reception of the sacraments, there are three sacraments of initiation in the seven sacraments of the Church. The first and foremost is baptism. Then we've got confirmation, where the bishop, representing the whole universal church, confirms and celebrates and strengthens what they received in baptism. And then, of course, their initiation is completed by receiving the body and blood of Christ at the table of the Lord in First Holy Communion. The children are then fully initiated into the life of the church. And by receiving Holy Communion, they and all of us who receive it, are truly one with Jesus, united with God, united with all of us who are in communion with God. We are truly in communion of heart, mind, soul, and body with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and with one another. Jesus unites himself to us and us to him and draws us into the life of the Trinity, making us in communion with God and one another in the most profound of ways. I always love to tell the First Holy Communion candidates, and I'll be saying it again this weekend, First Holy Communion is a truly very special moment. There's only one thing better than First Holy Communion, and that's Second Holy Communion. And there's only one thing better than Second Holy Communion, and that's Third, and so on and so on throughout our life's journey. This sacrament truly makes the best sense when it's the beginning of a pattern of one's weekly life, and most certainly may it never be thought of as the first and last time one comes to communion at their first Holy Communion, or only occasionally, I truly believe, and the Church truly believes, and the community really believes, that it needs to be not just the first or the rarest of times that one occasionally comes to communion. It is Christ present to us, feeding us, strengthening us, giving us the graces we need, taking away the sins that we've committed, and strengthening us for the life that we're living, which is very difficult and challenging at times. Many, many people at great difficult times of their life have said, and I've said it too, I don't know how we could keep going without our faith, without the strength of Christ and his sacraments. 
Eucharist is participating in the fullness of our membership as a disciple of Jesus. God knows what we need, and God comes to us with what we need, lovingly, just like a parent gives their child what they need. So God comes to us in a touchable way, in a tangible form, and that is a gift of priceless value that we need to cherish by participating regularly in it, not just for ourselves and our own needs and our family's needs, but also in support and encouragement of others who might be doing it even tougher than us. We all are contributing and receiving and giving in the image of the Trinity. I remember when I was only five or six years old, I remember it like it was yesterday, in church at Canberra. And by the way, my earliest memories of church was not in a church. In Canberra in the early 70s, they virtually had no churches. There were many, many new areas growing up. And they were so new that we had mass at our local school assembly hall. People would set up the chairs and the table. And the only permanent thing that I could recall is in the Catholic assembly hall, they did have a tabernacle built into the wall at a safe spot so that the uh, sacrament could be reserved. But otherwise, the church gathered literally and transformed into the church by the assembly of the people of God. And that's a very strong memory of the church gathered. It's wonderful to have a church building. It really is a symbol of the abiding permanence of God's presence. But of course, church means God's people gathered by God. And so we had masses in the assembly hall at that time. God was present in the midst of the church, literally the ecclesia, the people of God. I remember as this five or six-year-old being absolutely in awe and wonder about the Mass, and I never want to lose that sense of awe and wonder. Even then, I knew that Jesus came to us in a real way during the Mass, and he made his home in our hearts. Though I got a little bit confused about the details of how this happened, I was too young to receive communion, of course, at that age. I somewhat confusedly thought that Jesus was released into our hearts when they opened the tabernacle at communion time. As a child, I thought that Jesus was only in the tabernacle and locked away there. And at communion, they'd go and unlock the doors of the tabernacle and Jesus would fly out and fill our hearts. Well, I didn't quite connect that the host given and the chalice given to the people was Jesus truly present and being food for his people and coming and making a home in their hearts. But when I did understand that, that's even better. That absolutely filled me with greater awe. Jesus being real nourishment. How wonderful is a child's mind and how it works. It's wonderful too that God knows we're physical beings who need touchable ways of connecting to God because we are physical beings who use touch as a way of learning. So it helps us to understand and encounter God who is bigger than what we can see and touch. So our Lord gives us the gift and mystery of his body and blood, real food for our spiritual journey and connecting us to Christ in a very, very real way. We have so much for which to be grateful. And it's wonderful that the word Eucharist is the Greek word meaning thanksgiving. The Eucharist is a great prayer of thanksgiving directed to the God who gives us everything and to which everything returns. We give thanks in every Mass for our families, our friends, our fellow parishioners, who by their lives and example have done what St. Paul so beautifully says, we hand on to you what we in turn have had handed on to us, the message of Jesus.
the gift of Holy Communion and the proclamation of our membership as God's sons and daughters. May the blessings of the body and blood of Christ in this sacrament fill our hearts and lives. May God's presence in the Eucharist fill us up with every grace and virtue and blessing that we need to be faithful and full followers of Christ. May it crowd out any contrary values so there's simply no room for them to reside in our heart, but only God's virtues. As we take in the body and blood of Christ, as we take in the word of God, which is alive and active, we become more and more the body of Christ. We become more Christ-like in not only our words, but even better in our love, in our action, in our practical charity. A real sacrament and sign of God's constant care and presence among us, always. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Jesus is the living bread which has come down from heaven. Let us pray that the Lord may provide the daily bread to satisfy our need. That Christians may achieve unity so one day we may share the table of the Eucharist together. Let us pray to the Lord. That those who serve us in ministry at the altar may grow in their love for Christ present in the Eucharist. Let us pray to the Lord. That nations may find ways to share their abundance with those who are affected by famine and disasters. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who are hungry for love, the lonely, the afflicted, and those without shelter, that our sharing in the Eucharist may move our hearts in compassion for them. Let us pray to the Lord. For our deceased friends and relatives, that they may share in the joy of the heavenly banquet, especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord.
bountiful God, grant our requests so that your people may offer the bread of life to the world. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, our Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant your church, O Lord, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace, whose signs are to be seen in mystery in the offerings we here present. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the true and eternal priest who instituted the pattern of an everlasting sacrifice and was the first to offer himself as the saving victim, commanding us to make this offering as his memorial. As we eat his flesh that was sacrificed for us, we are made strong. And as we drink his blood that was poured out for us, we are washed clean. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistants, Ken and Tim, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death, gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him, says the Lord. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray that we may delight for all eternity in that share of your divine life which is foreshadowed in the present age by our reception of your precious body and blood, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for giving thanks and praise to God on this very special day and participating in any way we can, certainly spiritually, in the sacrament of the most holy body and blood of Christ. May Christ always be a very abiding comfort and strength to us. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love, Theme Hymn, in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2022. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within, this day. I will arise Today I arise Today I arise This day